The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. With John. That guy who dropped the ball is the reason the Kardashians are famous Kardashians because. Famous. Ha! Yeah, no, that's Mike Vrabel, a Stanley Steamer carpet cleaner, dude. You know, he'll steam over some of the shittiest carpets you've ever seen. And Brando. Talking bills with your family could be like talking politics sometimes if Tremaine Edmonds' contract comes into discussion. On Buffalo Rumblings. Welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with Pat and Brando. You can find us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast. We are part of the Buffalo Rumblings media extravaganza. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing on this fine Monday evening? It's a happy day going into Wild Card Weekend. Yeehaw. Wild Wild West of the super, Wild Card Weekend. Super Wild Card Weekend. Is that what the NFL calls it? I guess so. Yeah. You know, it, it ha- it's been super for a couple of years now, but... Super duper. The quest for ratings, <laughs> man, but... No, man, you're going to be happy, though. You're Lions in the playoffs. That was was a heck of a game. No, Seattle. (laughs) Seattle won. They go to the playoffs because the Lions beat Packers. Devastating. It's funny because I didn't know that until like two minutes before kickoff when they're talking about Coach Campbell was saying that their motivation to win was to keep Green Bay out. And I was like, you can get a playoff game if you win this game, Coach. Why are you not talking about that? I was confused. And I looked it up and I was like, oh. Lines yeah, I didn't realize that. I saw the Seahawks beat the Rams, but I didn't, I didn't put two and two together. Yeah, so that that result came in late too because that was a four o'clock window game that went into overtime as well. So yeah. I didn't catch any of that game at all. But the I doink, saw that it for Seattle's up. favor. Sorry to cut you off. No, <laughs> you're good. Yeah, so that's that's rough because I think everyone wanted to see the Lions <sighs> in the playoffs. Like not just us. That's like America's second team. Like you know, they swept the Bills, Green Bay being the first. That's like us saying that the Bills would have swept Brady one year. It never happens. Aaron Rodgers owns the whole division. You know, he famously owns the Bears. He says that every game. But he owns the Lions, too. He's one of the most iconic plays in the NFL, that Hail Mary. Hail Mary. Yep, yeah. and he catches that against the Lions. And to go 2-0 and against him this year and make him look bad, he didn't have a touchdown pass, I don't think. Uh, one interception, and he had three picks in the first game. And uh, TJ Hawkinson, not TJ Hawkinson. Who's the yeah, he's been uh, gone for a second? Who's the DN? Oh, uh, Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson. T- yeah, Aiden Hutchinson. Amon Ross St. Brown. 
these guys, Jared Goff's playing good. Kirby Kirby Joseph picked him off three times in the same year yeah. on the Lions. And he's a rookie, which is a crazy stat. Jamal Williams broke Barry Sanders' single-season touchdown record last crazy. night, too, with two yeah. touchdowns, which is amazing. I don't know if we've talked about this since then, but I went to Detroit when they played the Bears um, for New Year's Day to watch that game, and it was a riot at Ford Field. I'm, And, you know, that, uh, that's like my second home in Detroit, obviously, so I... Uh, but I've been there twice this season and had an exceptional time both times. It was nice to see them win. But this is, this is not Motown. This is Buffalo. Motown has an SB yeah. Nation page. They have a good Lions coverage over there. But you come here to listen to those I, I literally right? did yeah. not realize that until I... Well. Perhaps right. I shouldn't be talking about the NFL, but I mean, friend of the show, <laughs> friend of the show, Geno Smith in, uh, in the playoffs. So, you know, yeah. yeah. Also whatever. beat uh, Russell Wilson's single season passing yardage record with an extra game. I hate well, all so. the games records breaking. His stats were crazy. He was like at 37 touchdowns. It was a 33 and 10 picks, but really? he, had, he had a passer rating over a hundred. Yeah. His stats were like really good this year, dude. Like really good. He made the pro bowl. I mean, but let me see. I'm going to pull these up. 16, 69% completion percentage. 4,282 yards, 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 100.9 quarterback rating. Hey, Gino, we'll see how he does in the playoffs. They are playing San Francisco round one. So a uh, tough matchup Division. to throw there, but... These divisional yeah, games are scary, here. right? We're in the same boat. Yeah, absolutely. And before we transition over to the uh, the Bills game here, because that's obviously the brunt of what we're going to talk about on an emotional weekend celebrating DeMar Hamlin in Buffalo... Um, just a quick note, congrats to our fantasy league winner, oh, Brendan, yeah. who uh, defeated me. me in the championship. Um, this is my own fault, uh, you know, because like, I don't know if this was the default ESPN setting or something like that, but it was two weeks of playoffs for each matchup. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that means that the, our league finished in week 18, which is like the worst thing that can happen in fantasy ever when you've got players sitting weird matchups that, you know, people with nothing to play for. So the, the fantasy matchup, I wish I could send you guys a screenshot. It was an all timer. You know, I'm starting KJ Osborne over Justin Jefferson. And, uh, you know, we've got like the, the commander's third string running back in the flex spot. Cause he's getting the start that day. And all these guys that we just picked up off of waivers. So, uh, but congrats, Brendan, well-deserved. Uh, Brandon will get your prize over to you shortly if he hasn't already by the time this podcast comes out. Hopefully, oh. Brando's Venmo account is up and running. God, and I he forgot. still has access to the funds from, uh, from the beginning of this season. Absolutely. I think there's a, think there's a glitch where it can only take payments. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, if you didn't tell me this right now, I wouldn't have recalled at all. And I have it right. I literally have it in a in an account. That's funny. What do I owe him? Who's the winner? Uh, it's a weird number. It's like 168 or something. All right, like that. I'll look we'll, at we'll uh, I'll look at our group message. You'll have to remind me. I apologize. It's and been I a think minute. my share is like 48 or something like that. I was hoping I was hoping I could pull off the W because 168 would have been enough to buy the whole fantasy group T-shirts. But uh, now everybody <laughs> might be getting stickers or something. That's like that. funny. So, uh, sticker be nice, like a car sticker. I don't know. It might just be a sticker sticker. I'll put it on my car. (laughs) (laughs) That that would make it a car sticker. So yeah, congrats. It was a fun year. Thanks everybody for participating. We had, we had a lot of fun, uh, fun people during that league. And we had, you know, Mikey senior Pat's dad did his first ever fantasy football league. So, uh, that was, that was fun having everybody along for the ride. 
Um, Brandon, did you finish at the, uh, did you stay above the bottom of the standings? Yes. We don't have to do anything embarrassing to you, right? Correct. Did you stay I'll handle that on my own, guys. Don't you worry. <laughs> I don't know. I, I haven't opened my fantasy app since I lost in a heartbreaker a couple weeks ago. That's all right. Yeah, I've, I've so, been there. That's a... Uh, it's uh what? it's tough cooking you know so i did not finish last nice well congrats so. brandon on avoiding that still got some work to do to avoid finishing last yes. in the nabp <laughs> game picks as well, well if you saw my record after last week <clears throat> you know i wouldn't say i'm perfect but i might be perfect well you were perfect and you had a chance to go six and oh but you only sent me five picks no so, no uh, no I also only sent you five picks. You're not giving me the Buffalo pick. Oh, I'm giving you the Buffalo pick. You didn't send me a pick for Jacksonville or Tennessee. I said Jacksonville. We talked about it on the air together. Uh, Only because only because I had a conditional pick that was not given to me. I mean, you could do a conditional pick this next upcoming weekend. Oh, I thought we talked about Jacksonville. That's why I didn't do it. I looked at here and I thought it was filled in already. I didn't even I didn't even think about it. I thought we I thought we were going Jacksonville across the board. Well, we'll figure out a fair way to work this out. Um, oh, that's brutal. Pat, Pat only sent me two picks because I got two from him over the phone and then uh, didn't get a didn't get a text reply for the other one. So uh, I don't know if we're going to do four <laughs> conditional picks next <laughs> yes, weekend. That might or, have to uh, be how it goes. We don't. I don't think we have enough games to do that. To be well, honest, it was with just you, like I was what? watching the Houston. Or, uh, I'm sorry, the Tennessee Jacksonville game. And I was like, shit, I don't think I gave a pick for this game. Oh man. I think I did though. No, you did. You gave, uh, you gave Jacksonville. So you, you were two and, uh, no more picks. So you had two wins. You were two for two. That's so, funny. Uh, I Wait, know. I only had two. Are we going to, are we going to, wait, what about the, we, yeah, what about are, the two I gave you over the phone, John? That, those are the two picks you gave me. I didn't give you any other picks. No. No, but we can, we can do, we can do coin flips. Uh, I mean, we can do like rock, paper, scissors. I don't know how we're going to work this one out. John, you picked the Raiders. That's a bad, bad Yeah, bet. I know. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was wishful thinking. I was trying to, uh, you know, like manifesting it. Manifesting. That, manifesting that's what I was doing. Yes. Way to so, get to uh, it. Way to get to it. Obviously but. that didn't work out, but, uh, oh, I was man. trying to, you know, summoning circle for the bills. Number one seed. That's what I was going for. My, uh, and I've got enough picks ahead right now that I feel comfortable doing that. Well, my buddy that I work with as at the wheelchairs, he does a pickums every week where he picks all the games and he was on fire. And I was like, yo, I'm with you. I'm six and oh, look at these six and oh for the week. And I'm like, but I've been really bad this year. So I'm like trying to make up ground and I was five and one last week. So I'm like, this is a good stretch. And I, uh, that's so funny. I didn't, I was give, so I didn't give you one for Cincinnati, Baltimore. Or was that not even one of the games we picked? That wasn't even one of the games we picked. <laughs> 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 We'll we'll figure this out. We got until our Wednesday episode to do it, so no worries. We'll figure out a fair way to do it. You know, if the NFL can figure out how to uh, you know use winning percentage and stuff like that, I'm sure we can figure out a couple of missing picks. Uh, hey. What a, what a, what a metaphor! We're in the same situation right now that the NFL oh was in, God, trying yeah. to make up games here. Like you know, do we do a coin flip? Is that fair to everybody? No, do honestly, do- I've been a Jacksonville stand my entire season with Trevor Lawrence as my quarterback. Have you though? Yeah, I got I got T Lawrence. All right, all right. We no, should do one know. of those State you know, Farm I, State Farm Red challenges. <laughs> Not bad commercials <laughs> if you're you know stuck watching commercials. So if if any of you in the audience or the Twitter sphere have any suggestions for us to settle this, Pat's got four picks to make. <laughs> um, it's all right. We'll figure out a fair way to work it out. 
Like you're not going to get screwed. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'm not perfect. Like what am I saying? And that's why you don't. Well, listen, Brandon and I didn't lose last week. We are perfect. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's funny. Let, let, let this be a lesson to check thy texts every yeah, once right. in a while. So I say the same thing to my students that turn in a test with one question not filled out. I'm like, come on. You got one job. You don't have any distractions. You're sitting down. You have 30 questions and it's like not difficult health questions. Anyways. All right. Well, do not despair, Pat. It's okay. We'll figure out a fair way to do it. You're not going to have four losses on the board or anything. Go like to the that. NBA. Like, these, are, they, they, these are game picks. These are not that serious. And we haven't even decided what the prize for the worst worst person in game. Well, these guys won't get mustaches. If that's, if that's a constellation, these men are so indebted to their aesthetics. Dude, I, I can't, man. I got it. It took 26 years. I'm not 27. Years. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to the mustaches. The only thing is like Pat doesn't lose anything by having a mustache. I feel He's like I wear a like mustache. A cool I, I have a mustache all the time. Though. Always. I do. Exactly. Always. <laughs> yeah. And you rock it. And so it's like, of course that's, that's great. Or maybe That's like, like a, me saying like, Hey, a loser has to do their hair exactly like mine. Like, well, I'm cool with that. John. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. See, <laughs> what are you thinking? Uh, what would, be, what would be acceptable? I don't, I don't know. know. Loser has to order something from the TB12 formula and use it for I a like week that. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I like well, that. Not too. a year, but I like doing it something. I yeah. said a week. I said oh, a week. Yeah, oh, yeah. Not a year. Oh, God. Yeah. No. Like, that's a true financial commitment. <laughs> to greatness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to greatness. I hope they lose to the Cowboys <laughs> this week. Yeah, that would be nice. Obviously, Dallas will probably be favored there. Um, but that's Dallas didn't look good this past week. So, uh, brutal. Hoping they're not going to have another first round playoff exit, but uh, I hope they do. I don't know, Pat. If if, if Pat is still high on Dak, he has been still, for a long time. Dak threw more interceptions than anyone else in the league, right? I mean, he was. I want to say a gunslinger. Is they he's say. a gunslinger? I think he threw more than Derek Carr. You might have to look it up though. But yeah, well, I'm sure. I'm sure Derek Carr slowing down and not playing those last two games uh, helped him quite a bit on that one. But fifteen interceptions. Fifteen. Dak Prescott. Nice. <laughs> All right, well, let's let's get into this Bills game because obviously this was, like I already said, an emotional weekend and Brandon was there. Yes. Um, so I just, I want to hear from you, Brandon, because you have a really good perspective on these games and you're really honest. And, um, you know, we obviously saw the, the honesty with how bad it was that one game with stuff. Uh, yeah, so know, was, was it hammer. any better in that respect? Yeah. And, and how it, were you able to have a sight line on the field when that opening kickoff was run back? Yeah, it was cool. Um, I was late. There's a lot of traffic, a lot of people that were going to the game. Most of the people I talked to were very nice. I didn't have any fights. Nobody was violent. Nobody was aggressive. Even the Patriots fans. Uh, there were not many, first of all. There's a lot more Bills fans than ever. Like Usually you see a lot of Patriots fans and Bills fans swallowed the the seats this week. <laughs> um, they swallowed so, the seeds? Seats, S E A T S, yes. Um, But it was funny. My sister and her husband got tickets. So I was standing on the end zone platform waiting for them because that's where they were sitting on the right in the end zone. And I'm like, they're going to miss this. Where are they? Where are they? Where are they? And they did the national anthem and it got really loud. They did the introductions for the medical staff, which was pretty cool. There was a long list of names that got called out. Anybody that partaked in the life saving efforts on the field. But it was really cool because. The Bills got the ball and it's always the loudest right before kickoff. And if the Bills get the ball on offense, 
something crazy has to happen for them to, you really have to have, uh, for lack of a better word, like some climax event, like a strip sack early on to set the roof off because nothing will ever beat that first couple minutes of intensity in a game. Um, so when the kickoff went off and Heinz catches it and makes his break up field, I was standing there waiting and I thought they were missing it. I didn't know that they had made it to their seats and they just walked past me. You can see John and Pat, like I'm standing there the whole, it would be my left side of the field, Heinz right side of the field. He has the whole side open. Like there's zero line integrity as anybody who's ever played special teams. When you're a special teams player, that means you're on the bottom of the roster. You have to perform your job is to run in a straight lane all the way down the field. You are not to break your lane. You are to contain the carrier and force them into the tacklers, right? That's the game. And everybody on New England, like, curled to the right. And as soon as Hine stuck his foot into the ground to cut up field, I literally was talking to the two people next to me. I was like, he's gone. He's gone. Like, you could see it from the second that he made his cut up field. There was nobody that was going to catch him. And he stuck his arm out. And that was the loudest point of the day the stadium was rocking um everybody was screaming and happy up and down it was a really surreal moment and to hear chris brown's call of it after the fact his voice couldn't have described the moment better the way that's that- actually what i heard live uh believe it or not i was rushing to get back to my house so i was streaming the the radio on yeah. nfl plus on my phone and that's what i heard live and i was you know driving up to my driveway like, oh my at that God. point just oh getting God. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it was, it was emotional. Like you're not expecting that right at the beginning of the game. And you know, all this is, is tied up in it and in the pregame. And that's really cool to hear about the first responders. Uh, Cause I was going to ask you how that went. Cause I didn't get to catch that part of the game because they were doing pregame and I wasn't able to get home to watch some of that stuff on TV. Um, so they, they did introduce uh, first yep. responders and everyone cheered it was for cool. them. And, stuff cheered like for that. Them. and then they did the national anthem, which was cool. And then they did the the kickoff, but you know, not to toot the guest services horn here, but I want to say the bills are like third in the NFL and getting all the fans in their seats before kickoff. Um, it's a quick entryway. I mean, if you've ever waited in one of those lines, it could be one of the best times of the game. You meet a lot of cool people. Everybody's drunk. It's fun before the game, but almost everybody was in their seats for that touchdown too, which made it special. It's not like LA or some other market, where people are getting beers eating food, hanging out, watching the other games. It's like, everybody's in their seat. Everybody's ready for football. And it was, it was rocking. The stadium gets to when people are banging the seats and everybody's screaming, it gets this vibration on your feet and you just feel it through your body and your mind. And it's uh, an awesome thing. And that was a, a peak cool. moment. Yeah. But no flags, thank God, on that play. You never know when there's going to be like a Pat Caprio behind the play, and he's just going to shove some guy in the back. That's 15 I didn't just yards shove him. That you. kid, that kid, <laughs> that kid went airborne. But. I think that was worth 15 <laughs> yard penalty on a kicker. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Taking the touchdown off the board wasn't worth it. No, uh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> it was really cool after that play. It was it was funny because I didn't get to see a whole lot after that. I was working a lot and people people were busy. But um, I, I was lucky because I walked into the little hallway to walk down right before the second run back. And again, both of them were coming at me. So you could see it right away. You're like watching the kickoff develops really cool because you can really tell. And he said it on the post game that he's missed a couple holes and he's been really close all year to breaking one off. 
Um, he's ran into his own guys a couple times since Hines, but he was able to capitalize twice, which was cool. And I like that he said, he's like, I was, I've been waiting for this all year. It's cool that, you know, we did it for DeMar and everything, but he's like, if you ask the guys, it's overdue. And I like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Almost broke three, really. I mean, he looked good all day. And uh, what was it? What was the last time that two kickoffs got returned? In the I can same tell game? you. I can tell you. I watched this guy break his leg. That's the only memory I have of the guy who did it beforehand is watching him break his leg in excruciating fashion on TV. <laughs> what was what was the name of the guy? Again? His name it rhymes so- with that John Mayer song about a girl who's always intoxicated. No, he's got a last name of a president. He's always buzzing, just like he rhymes with. It's always buzzing like neon. But it rhymes with that. Leon. Yep. Last name of a president. It's Deion Sanders. Not Leon Washington. Leon I believe. Washington. Leon Washington. Okay. There we go. <laughs> I was thinking Leon Nixon for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember seeing that name and, and not even remembering really. Like, I mean, he I'm played on the, I remember he I played did. on the Jets. That's pretty much. All I remember is that he was on that first Mark Sanchez team and um, whatever. I just, yeah, I remember him breaking his leg. But they said it's been three years or something since somebody, since the Bills have done it themselves. And they said that the first time or the last time that a Bills player returned an opening kickoff was Terrence McGee. My boy. If that doesn't give you a time, if that doesn't give you a time frame, I guess, you know. I got his jersey here somewhere. Before John treated us to these beautiful mic stands, I used to use Terrence McGee's jersey every day. Yes, you're the real MVP. You could say this uh, This pod depended on him structurally. Yes. yes. So how are we feeling about how Josh is playing lately? I mean, through all the ups and downs of the season and, you know, not really having a, a shot at MVP at this, at this point, I would say. But, um, and again, not that PFF matters for anything, but Josh was tied for the highest rated player this past weekend. Um, we saw the bomb to Diggs. We saw the bomb to Brown, who, according to Skip Bayless, is going to be a star in the NFL as a great young player. I don't know if you guys saw that clip. I either. did see that. That's funny. That was hilarious. And John, uh, or I mean, John and Josh did the whole dance that the rather <laughs> yeah. spastic. Yes. Yeah. Pat, that was good. I, I wish I wish people could uh, could see that. That was pretty good. PFF had uh, Allen rated, I want to say, Two tenths of a point higher. He was ninety-one point seven for the season as the number one rated quarterback in the NFL. Uh, Mahomes was second, but it was like ninety-one point five, and and Burrow was third, and it was like ninety-one point three. And then the next one was Jalen Hurts at eighty-five. So it was four guys, but those three ran away with it. Yeah, crowded AFC. And Mahomes is the oldest quarterback in the playoff picture, and he's twenty-seven. In the AFC playoff picture, mm-hmm. right? I was going to say, yep. Gino's, okay, yeah. Gino's <laughs> geriatric and Tom's very geriatric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got Mr. AARP down in Tampa still uh, still clicking along. So how, how do you guys feel about Josh now? Do you think that we're... I mean, Josh last year was historically good in the playoffs. Is that too high of an expectation heading into these ones? Man, he could throw four picks next week, and if we win the game, I don't give a shit. I think it is. It's too high. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm with you, Pat. As long as they find a way, this team finds a way when it doesn't look good. I don't, like you said, four interceptions would kill him. But if he goes like, you know, 18 of 40 for 190 and one touchdown and one pick and 50 rushing yards and you win, I don't, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, Of course, I don't care how they win. I'm just, you know, 
it's the playoffs. So you, you definitely need Josh to be at his best. You know, you're not going to clink one out against the Atlanta Falcons with a bad Josh performance, you know, basically like you could last year. But I, I I saw a tweet from Ryan Sullivan a couple of days ago. He's a sports rock too. I'm sure you guys have seen him on Twitter, but he said, the, this Bills team doesn't have the offensive firepower that they did in 2020. They're not the defensive juggernaut that they were in 2021. But there's something about this team that neither of those teams had. So I don't know. I like that tweet when I saw that too. I thought that was a good good way to describe it. I mean, and it's crazy to think as well. I mean, if, if we went out, and that's 11 consecutive. I mean, but God forbid by the grace of God, you know, I mean, this team's this team right now has won seven games in a row. Once I don't, I can't. So is the Bengals. Bengals yeah, are an eight. Yeah, true. And I guess the Jaguars have won a lot of games in a row too. But, but, um, no, it is pretty cool. I mean, this kind of reminds me of like that Minnesota game. I feel like is very similar in terms of uh, it, you know the Hail Murray game where you know it just kind of. Yeah, I mean, how many games together? did they win after that? Nine they games. won like nine games, including yeah. playoffs, ending with the Ravens there, right? Yep. Yeah, so when this team gets streaky, they're hard to stop. But I feel like at the end of that streak, they kind of ran out of gas because of injuries. Whereas, I mean, I feel like they're just hitting their stride right now. And I haven't seen many rumors about Micah Hyde coming back I saw at him. all. So you did? Okay, because, yeah. I mean, if there's anything that would give you more hope than anything, it's it's Hyde coming back on that back end. Because uh, the past defense was kind of rough in that New England game. Like, there's a lot of wide-open guys and... It was it was rough in that Cincinnati game for what we saw from it too. I mean, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's going to get even rougher, and it's it's really tricky. And I don't want to even really talk about it. But who played safety for Demar Hamlin? Jaquan Johnson? And, no, uh, I, think Marlo. Was, I think Dean Marlowe made the start. Yeah. Um, and he might not necessarily make the start for the next game. It might have been a scheme thing. You know, if they're if that safety is the guy coming down into the box, or if he's staying back. You know, it depends. Or you don't want to give film to anybody that's coming up next too, right? If you know, if you have something, you're just kind of trying to survive this week and, you know, it's not... Yeah, and it might have been Mac like, Jones. A, you know, who's exactly, who's the best safety to match up against the Patriots running game at that point? Because you're not really worried about Mac Jones, even though he had probably one of his best games of the season passing the ball, but... I just, yeah. I worry when I see my, my first thought when I think of Jaquan Johnson is when Waddle split Hamlin and Johnson in their game against the bills in oh, October, September, October for that, like what 48 yard game. That's the first game that we played without Poyer and Hyde together. And what Tua had 300 yards. And I mean, we haven't down. lost with Jordan Poyer on the field this year. I will say, which is great. I love that too. I'm just, you know, facing, you know, Hill's backed in his ankle is banged up. Waddle's a little injured too. Did you see his tackle that he got hurt on? No, I didn't. It was like a horse collar. They slammed him to the ground. Oof. Um, I'd be, so that, I'd be ticked if I was a Miami fan. And if, yeah, they are. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> uh, but here's but, the question. I mean, is it going to be Skylar Thompson or is it going to be Tua this week? Because the way Mike McDaniel was talking, it didn't seem too hopeful for Tua. I mean, the poor guys had three concussions this year. That's that's scary level where you're like, okay, am I, you know, I need to make a decision about not just yeah, this year, but my career, my career at this point. And it's honestly, it's it's a really bad how whether you think the dolphins are to blame or 
or if it's just bad circumstances, it's just, it's not good for anybody to have three concussions. Like that's, that's not debatable at all. So I hope that obviously Tua, first of all, protects his health. And if he's not at risk to come back for this game, then sure. But it's with concussions from what I understand, which is, you know, very little, it's, you know, the more you have in a condensed period of time, exponentially longer, you have to wait to recover from it, to come back. Um, so at this point, I don't know if what his, how long has it been since he played two, three weeks, three weeks, no, three weeks, three weeks. I read a quote from Mike McDaniel. He said, Bridgewater could have came in under certain emergency situations. Well, that's what I was thinking. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater's played in a playoff game. And if Blair Walsh didn't have one of the most iconic misses of all time, he wins a playoff game. I, I yeah. would go with Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> Like I remember I, that. That was in the outdoor temporary Vikings yeah, stadium. Yeah. It was cold. That was that Stefan Dick played in that that's game. That's the doink. Yes. Game. Yeah. It, or the wide right. I think it was wide right. They, they kicked the laces. They kicked the laces. That was like a cost. twenty-seven yard field goal. Yeah. <laughs> that's like Brandon territory. He could make that I can hit that nine times out of ten. Uh, so would you like would seven. you you would probably think Teddy Bridgewater would be most qualified to play? I, that's what I was thinking when I was reading his quote. But even when Teddy's in, when I would do watching them with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback compared to Tua is a snooze fest. And the games that I've watched him play this year, I want to say they played the Vikings and it was terrible. He was so bad. And then when they played the Texans after Tua gets him up like 30 zip, Texans almost come back and win when they put Teddy Bridgewater in for the second half. It was brutal watching him. So it sucks. And I love Teddy. I was a big Teddy fan when he was in Minnesota, but that team is driven by Tua and Tyreek and Jalen. And if they can't get everybody together out on there, um, I'd be worried. Well, didn't Raheem Mostert have a hundred yards rushing in the first quarter though? The last time we played them. So, he had it by halftime, but he also was out. Yeah. He's hurt too. Is he hurt? Yeah. But they've got Jeff Wilson now who they didn't have in the first match. Well, and they have as well. Ahmed as well. I mean, they got some dudes. Wilson's good, but Mozart's been their number one guy the last few weeks. He's been yep. been uh, really their their crutch. What he had uh, eleven carries for seventy one yards, two catches, minus ten yards. That's funny. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Jeff is not a bad backup, right? He's uh, like you said, John. They went to go get him. Yeah. Do we have any early outlooks on weather conditions for this game? Yeah, I tweeted it at the Finsiders on uh, on Twitter. Let me show you exactly what I said. <laughs> Fill us in, Snarky Brando. Uh, Seven-day forecast. It. And I screenshot it Saturday, Sunday, Monday because we weren't sure about the game time. 28 degrees on Saturday, 31 and sunny on Sunday with a low of 17, and 44 on Monday with a low of 22. So it looks like the game's going to be played Sunday. So we're looking between 17 and 25 to 29 at game time, maybe reaching 31 as the high. So I said seven-day forecast says it it could be chilly <laughs> steve Might tasker over here yeah are we gonna get another steve tasker hype video for this playoff because i mean the adversity that this team has been through i think he's got a lot of material for this you know he might not just have to have some iconic shot yeah, with a and, cigar and kyle brant are gonna sound like macho man randy savage when they get through like this like <laughs> advertisement did like he do the, kyle brant did one for us yeah he's, he did the it might be chilly no, Steve Tasker. Has he done one every year that we've been like Super Bowl contenders? I think so. He's done it at least for the past two years. I don't remember the one last year. I only remember the him smoking a cigar. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's cause the, the sequel's never as good as the original. So but 
Well, while we got a second, let's get a break in here. But uh, stick with us. We'll be right back after the break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, the NFL playoff picture is locked in, and my go-to place for wild card round action is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off the road to the Super Bowl, which is Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wild card round this weekend. Just place any NFL bet of your choice. And if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Action so good. Why bet the NFL playoffs anywhere else? If you take a look, Bills, Dolphins, weather should be good. It's going to be chilly, but Josh can throw in all conditions. We know that. Steph Diggs, awesome game this week. Even John Smoke Brown, you had him for a touchdown. Great. Because he's looking good. So now, download DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code NABP. Stands for Not Another Buffalo Podcast. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook code with NABP, which again, Not Another Buffalo Podcast. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So before we get into quotes with Pat here for a second... um. I did. We got to shout out DraftKings because yes. Brandon, you and I were talking about this. Yes. So there were three props that I had that we placed. You know, we talked about on the show preseason. It was Gabe Davis over six and a half touchdowns or seven and a half touchdowns on the year. Uh, Dawson Knox over five and a half touchdowns, and I think, and then Josh Allen over thirty-five and a half passing touchdowns for the year. All three of those missed by one. Like they needed one more touchdown each for them all to cash. And not only did DraftKings void those bets, so we got returned what we bet on them, but they cashed them out as winners as well. I got an email for each of them saying your bet was in good shape. They had an extra game canceled. And so we're grading your bet as a winner. So that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. cool. That was nice to see that, you know, season long investment hop into the uh, DraftKings balance there. And uh, also, we had some other pregame props that cashed as well. If you had the the division division finishing position, uh, Buffalo first, Miami second, that was a plus two hundred. Also, we had another plus two hundred of uh, the full list. It was Buffalo first, Miami second, 
New, New England. England third, and then Jets fourth. I had uh, that. I was hoping the Patriots were going to finish last because I would have won a lot more if they you did had that. that. Yeah, I remember. But that was that. that was close. That was looking pretty good at midseason. That was like I was really happy. That was the but, one I had the most on. Yeah. Um. I I was locked out too because I was thinking about that. I was looking at them the other day. I hadn't opened DraftKings in a little while because I was really anxious to see. I had a lot of money on the Bengals Bills game. Mm-hmm. You know, relative relatively. I'm right. poor as can be. So I got like <laughs> 10 bucks rolling on certain parlays. But um, <laughs> the season long, I remember I, I might have won maybe like $65 at one point, And I put all of that on season long bets. Um, and I had all with Dawson Knox. It was Dawson Knox receptions, Dawson Knox touchdowns. But I got nine emails. So I, and I had the division, regular season receptions. What do we have here? Um, Gabe Davis, I had stuff, Gabe Davis, regular season, receiving touchdowns, um, Josh Allen, regular season, passing touchdowns. And they, they cashed all of those out as wins for us. So that was awesome. I was very happy. Very classy move. DraftKings. Yeah. Which is a stark difference to bet MGM going to throw some shade here. <laughs> I had over 13 and a half wins for the bills. I had $30 on that at like plus 300 or something like that. So, uh, Good on you, DraftKings. They didn't give you anything for that? Nope. They didn't even avoid oh, it. Oh, we like our sponsor. Yeah. So uh thanks, DraftKings. Shout out. And uh gonna do some good playoff bettings. I'm I'm excited for Brando's bets on yes. uh Friday yes. here. We should do we should do a live Twitter thing, you and I before the playoff weekend, if we have time and some sort of capacity. We should. We should. But I'm gonna tell you. I, I'm thinking about doing this. I might not bet the Bills for the remainder of the playoffs. No you props. Don't be, be no nothing. I'm not going to jinx it. I always see the guy say that he's going to bet a million dollars against the Bills in the Super Bowl. So that way, if they lose, he's ecstatic. And if they win, he doesn't care about the money because he's just rich. Um, <laughs> that'd be nice, right? What a luxury yeah, that would well, be. Like, but, what, what, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be so cool. that's kind of a long position to be lines, in, right? just be able to throw away a million dollars. That's a, for a Super Bowl. That's a sad commentary. Don't <laughs> quote me on that. I would never do that. But Pat, I hear you got some good quotes tonight. All right. Well, we'll see. That's smooth. Um, not my not my quotes. Other dudes' quotes. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Things other people said. With Things Pat. other people said. It's time for quotes with Pat. They're things that people said. All right, so here's this first one. There's good and there's bad like there is every week. I just wish we had another week to keep improving. Dan Campbell? Bill, Bill Belichick. Nah, good guesses. Oh, no, it wouldn't have been Dan Campbell because Pat didn't know that they didn't have another week yet. No, not Robert Sala. Mike Tomlin. Not exactly. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett, yeah. All right. Nice. Yeah, Mike Tomlin going over 500 yet again. He is the real steamer, dude. I don't. I, I know, <laughs> and he'd probably have three more wins if he knew when to punt and not punt in a game. So, uh, you know, could you imagine win some, you lose some? <laughs> if guess. you got Dan Campbell, Sean McDermott, Mike Vrabel, and Mike Tomlin all in a room together, how clean your carpets would be? That's true, pristine. Pristine. They would have the OACS varsity boys at least, at at least at five and 12. (laughs) (laughs) 
They would be coached to the nines. Okay. This one right here, in response to whoever they will be playing next week said, guys better warm up those hamstrings. Tyreek Hill on our secondary. Oh, do, 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 do you listen to the interview? No. No? It sounds like that something was, that his face would say. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, did I say throwing, his face? No, no, it was, no, it was, I, that was like, I watched the entire thing to the very end and then he was talking us. But, um, yeah. He's so. owned us in the playoffs. He has every right to say that and that's fine. I, I, that's, I'm so nervous and everybody in Buffalo is so confident about this game. I don't care if it's Bill Belichick lining up under center if Mike McDaniel comes out and plays quarterback, if all you got to do is get it to Tyreek Hill and he's gone. So it makes me nervous. Yeah. I'm with you. Better warm up those hamstrings boys. I mean, that was a pretty good, that's a pretty good jab. I'll give him that. It's not even a jab. It's just the truth. That is the truth. I hope he tapes his ankle. True. Anyways. (laughs) Well, whatever. We'll see. We'll see Tyreek. Any other last thoughts boys? Oh no, sorry. I thought you had three quotes. My bad. No, no, you're good, man. Hey, cool. All right. That's good. That's good. We're already at like 40 minutes. That's, that's good that we stick the two, but, uh, that's going to do it for this one. You guys know where to find us on Twitter at not buff podcast, tweet us your thoughts, uh, what we should do to solve our missing four games. (laughs) We're like the NFL had to reschedule one. We got to figure out how to, uh, change the outcome of four here. So, uh, and you let me know what you want me to do with, with Uno. Oh, with your one game. Yeah, Yeah. We'll see if, if Pat had sent his picks, I'd be fine conceding that one to you because I know that none of us would have picked Tennessee over Jack, you know, Tennessee starting Joshua Dobbs against a hot Jacksonville Never. team. Never. But but we'll see. We gotta keep it fair because Pat Pat missed his games too. So, you know. We, I agree. We give, you I one, agree. we give you one free one, then we just gotta give Pat four at that and we, point. So. I absolutely agree. So we should figure something out. We should we at least for one of those games, whatever basketball we, games in lieu of these, but games. we should pick whatever we do, whatever you do four of you and I have to do one of, right. It's gotta be one of the same thing. Like, right, right. Yeah. We should so, uh, DraftKings might be able to help us. Are going to be picking like uh division three bowling spreads or something. Well, no, like I was that. thinking like, honestly, that? like when we pick games, we should also just have one prop. Pick an over game. under. That's not a bad idea. Or a player prop. Yeah. 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 That's not bad. That's or a do a do a double pick. Uh, so, uh, you know, I was I don't want to get too far into this, but my crazy idea for does deciding the Cincinnati Bengals game, Brandon, I just wanted your opinion on this. So this is what the NFL could have done to have the Bills had a full game season. Obviously, the NFL net would have never allowed this because this is silly. But so you do a double result for the Bills last game of the season. Right. So for the New England game, you would go if they win. They get two wins. If they lose, they get two losses, right? And then Kansas City would be like, no, New England's a way easier team to beat than Cincinnati. So you can have your one win for them, but the second win, you have to win versus the spread. So for that second win, it'd be Buffalo minus seven. And so if you win and beat them by more than seven, you get two wins. If you win and beat them by less than seven, you get one win. You go one and one for the second game of the season. Same thing with the Bengals, who were also conveniently favored by only a touchdown against the Baltimore Ravens. I saw so, at one point a lot more than a yeah, touchdown. Th- those spreads moved um, yeah. before that, but heading when I, when I was looking that up, they were both favored by a touchdown. That's funny. So. I don't hate it, but I also am like the NFL and gambling. What, who just got suspended? Somebody just got suspended again. 
for gambling. It was like Again? an assistant coach. Not the Atlanta an assistant coach. Oh, oh no. Somebody on a pregame show. Something. I don't know what uh, it was. Yeah. And then uh, I, Bernie Cozart. Bernie Cozart from uh yes, in, well, Cleveland. From Cleveland. He does he's their radio play by play guy. He said he was gonna drop nineteen thousand dollars on the Browns and then he got fired the next day. Oof. So that's, uh, that's rough. But that's funny. And I don't know, because then you're kind Not of like financial what if, advice. Right. <laughs> always. Always. Um, I don't know. It, it changes the, the game because then it's like you're playing to dominate them and destroy them more than you already do. So if you like there's no backups going in. Right. You're, you're staying up the whole time and that that could risk injury. Right. And that's what the NFL is trying to avoid. But right. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't think the line. I think if they're going to do that, they're going to make it at least two touchdowns, especially against the Bills. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, are, are Kansas City and Buffalo like vying for a line? Are they like, you know, it's like two guys trying to make a deal That's on something funny. like that where they like yeah. offer one thing and counter offer and, and find the middle point? Yeah. That's food funny. for thought. But, uh, you know, good bar. Talk. Obviously, obviously, we're just with one less win here. Kansas City got the one seed neutral site AFC championship game. If it is Kansas City and Buffalo. Uh, we should talk some playoff scenarios on our Friday show because there's definitely a lot to unpack with that. We'll break down some of the other games while we're talking about them because we'll be Just picking. Don't look ahead. We should not jump ahead. Don't don't say we're going to beat Miami and play somebody next True. week. I don't want to do that. I can't. Oh, I know. One I know. foot in okay. front of the other yeah. to quote the, uh, the Chris Kringle movie. I felt like I was listening to a lot of WGR and they were doing a lot of talking ahead and I didn't like that. Um, well, well, here's the thing. Like the team cannot look ahead. They cannot look past this week. Fans we shouldn't fans. either. We should not. <laughs> we should not. Don't be well, assholes. Don't be cocky thoughts, like that. My thoughts have nothing to do with the outcome of the oh, game on Sunday. Unless we all live in our own simulated universe and we do have an effect on my, it. So. My all time favorite singer, my all time favorite singer, Sade would say, cherish the day. Don't go astray. So, you know, cherish the day, John. It'll be a beautiful, beautiful All Sunday. Right, well, that, that's a good thought. Let's end on that. Sorry, we ter- <laughs> we're terrible at ending a podcast. But, cherish uh, the day. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Go Bills. Go Bills. That's fine.